Phantasm. Maximum Terror. That's your target audience, baby! Phantasm. You know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm. Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! What the fuck is up and welcome to the Phantasm Podcast. I'm Corey Gorechrist with me, Dr. Vincent West. This is a trauma film? I had no idea it was. Lloyd Kaufman? Yeah. Oh, hey, it's Dr. West. How are you guys doing? <laughs> and Happy New Year. And also, uh, Happy Graduation Day, Dr. West. It is. It's. It's. We're graduating it. From 2022, which was reminiscent of 2018, which is an inside joke between me and Corey. So now we're, it was not, but it was reminiscent of it. So we're back to 2023, where we went, we went back to the future, watching Graduation Day from 1981. There are 200 seniors at Midvale High and seven days till graduation. The class of 81's having the time of their life. Day rated R. Now showing it at Theodore Drive in near you. And there's some guy running, and uh, I was quite young when this came out, so I'm glad that I didn't. I wasn't a teenager back then, so I would look kind of weird. Because <laughs> everybody has like a feather do. Oh, uh, Christopher George from Rap Patrol. See the name there. He also on like Bewitched and shit. I don't know. He's in a bunch of stuff. I didn't know this was a fucking trauma thing. I didn't either. Uh, now, if I'm not mistaken, the Blu-ray that uh, Public Masturbator has is from... By the way, Public Masturbator is Dwarf Fucker, formerly. Last year he was Dwarf Fucker, now he's... He, he, he was originally Wheelchair Fucker, now he's Public Masturbator. Yeah, we're going um, a little more PC this year, you know. What was his what? What company put this out? I'm trying to think. Of, it wasn't. It wasn't Severin. It wasn't. Um, it was somebody weird that put this out on Blu-ray, and it uh, was not put out by Roma. Vinegar Syndrome. Oh, okay. Which also put out this piece of dog shit called a uh, Blood Beast, which we try to do. Uh, Yep, it's Before an unheard episode, one. you'll never hear it. You're never going to hear it's it. A, it's a, what's called in the vault, and it'll never come out. It is. It's a. It's a. It's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2, Part 2, because we haven't had to do that in a long time. It's at our... It's, it's not that I remember. Have we had to do that with something else? Yeah, we probably have. And it's in our own store. Normally in the mall, you see FYE for your entertainment. Well, those are for... As FOE, it's for our entertainment. So. Yeah. Why are two men making out? Oh. I guess because they're gay, if I had to guess. I just thought that was interesting because I was he's, like, he's doing the doing the the short Lloyd short Kaufman's, butt grab. 
look, Lloyd Kaufman's way ahead of his time with the unpeaceiness or the very peaceiness of this. But yeah, this um, is like right out, you know. Maybe you, that was a girl, actually. I couldn't tell. It looked like uh, two dudes to me. But it, I uh, didn't too. you know, it's totally fine. Whatever. Hey, whatever you're into, folks, we don't care. It's just for '81. It's a We're little. We're here to entertain you. We're not here to judge. We're here to entertain. But this, you know, started at the height of the Friday Thirteenth craze. So now this is just one of those out of the many, many slashers that came out. You know, to follow. Uh, should be fun though. Should be. Fun. I haven't seen this in a long time. I have never seen this movie. Um, I haven't seen it since whenever that Blu-ray came out, which would have been back in, I think, old 16 or 17. Huh. Um, maybe a little earlier than that, 14, 15, something like that. But I know Public Masturbator does have this. Because <laughs> I watched, I guess, his copy of it. And because uh, he bought it at uh, Hastings, which is a company, you guys can Google Hastings Entertainment. It's a place that I miss. They had comic books, toys, uh, video games, uh, uh, figurines, uh, Blu-rays, uh, 4K discs. They had everything, and I miss that store to this day. So, yeah. Um, and I had a former podcast host that used to work there that diarrhea in my face, uh, but I used to do a podcast called the Tired Old Gods Podcast, and he. Uh, he took a tire old, his tired old diarrhea. He pulled, he pulled his knickers down and <laughs> wiped his butt with Dr. West. And we haven't spoken in about a year or so. Uh, yeah, so wherever you're at there, uh, uh, wherever your name is, Trent, the unqualified critic, or whatever you went by, um, thanks a lot for nothing. But well, he's overqualified and in, in taking shits on people, apparently. He just pulls his knickers down and wipes his bonds on people. So, you know, whatever. I mean, at least I don't. Hey, look, at least I don't work at fucking GameStop for the rest of my life. So. Yeah, I mean, you know. Whatever works for either buddy. But like I said, you know, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Happy but that's how people want to do Doctor West. You know, they leave leave him in a lurch, but Doctor West always overcomes it. That's right. So, race ends in tragedy. Midvale. Uh, senior dies so there's okay, already so like a uh, off screen murder so you know something's you know something's coming for the rest of the you know there's already a murder that's you know kind of in the lore already so basically the story goes plot follows a high school track team who are stalked and murdered by a masked assailant days before their graduation very uh, simple pretty cut cut to the point you know cut to the point uh Lania Quigley, Vanna White. It's pretty cool. Also has Michael Pataki, rest in peace, and he was in... Uh, Vanna White is in this from... Yeah. The Vanna no White. Shit. Yeah. This is one of the first things she did. You know, after the Miss Pageant, whatever, that she did. Miss Georgia, I think she did. Um, Michael Pataki was in Halloween 4. He was Dr. Hoffman. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And he didn't really do much, you know, crazy notable things, but he had small roles here and there. It's more of a TV actor. Yeah, Miss Georgia USA with Vanna White. She did that. Uh, let's see. She did. I guess this might have been her first 
like actual film. It's a good, pr- it's a good print of this film. Yeah. At first it was a little shaky with the montage footage, but looks like California. Happy graduation day. Let's find some. So I want to I want to say something just real quick. I'm a slasher guy. Corey's a big slasher guy as well. I personally feel, and you won't meet a bigger John Carpenter fan than myself, but I never felt like Friday the Thirteenth ever stole from Halloween, and I've never understood people's connections with that. I think it's actually quite fresh and original. The moms running around doing the killing. Right. Of course, she, she gets killed or whatever. And then, then they bring Jason in. And I guess you could make the argument when they bring Jason in, but Michael Myers isn't running around a goddamn summer camp. Michael Myers isn't fucking running around a goddamn... And I love Mike Myers, but he's not running around a fucking summer camp killing kids. To me, Friday the 13th actually takes a lot of shit from a lot of people when, in fact, it's actually quite original. Well, plus um, he's in different locations. You know, Michael Myers is. You know, the first one, he's in the actual... You know, town where he lives. fuckers everywhere. He's driving and, the and second taking film, trains. The second, shit the second film, he's in the Haddonfield Memorial the whole time. He's, he's everywhere, man. And then in the fourth film, you know. Jason, Jason, don't do that. Jason, modest fucking Jason X. Jason normally is insane, normal situations. He's chilling Crystal Lake. He come there. You know, these are Jason's woods. You yeah, know, yeah. we love them. And, These are Jason's woods. You know, the, I guess where people got the idea of, you know, they borrowed from for, uh, Halloween was that, you know, in, in the earlier ones, there's parts where he's like breathing and it's like a POV view or whatever. It's like, yeah, but if you want to make a real argument, that that came from Peeping Tom. And that's where exactly. Carpenter got exactly. it from for the Michael Myers character. So it's like, I mean, whether it's there's elements of it, that's. What I'm saying, though, is there's nothing in the original Halloween film, and I love that movie, and you know that I do. Yeah, I do, too. There is nothing in that film that reminds me ever when I'm watching Friday the 13th, ever. They're two completely different entities and have different stories. And and I want to also say this. This is something a lot of our listeners may or may not know. Friday the 13th. Wow, already. Yeah, nice. Friday the 13th. Hell yeah. Friday the 13th were always summer pictures. They're yeah. not Halloween pictures. They're not Christmas pictures. They're <laughs> not spring pictures. Like They're summer time. pictures. Yeah. You're getting killed in either June, July, or August. Yeah. That's a fact. That's the deal. One through eight, the ones I'm talking about. Stuff after that, I'm, I'm not discussing that right now. But I'm just saying one through eight... Well, you could argue, I guess, eight could be fall or winter. We don't really know when that is. I'm assuming it was summer because he's leaving the camp. And, and I know uh, that, uh, that six they filmed in the winter or like close because it was really cold out. It was like yeah, but that's in the not, fall. That's not cold. But it's not a winter in the summer. It's not a winter. They were movie. released in the spring and summer because, like, right. I know for a fact, part four was dropped in the spring, like late spring, like late April. I mean, yeah, they're, um, they're summer camp films, you know, and that actually did spawn. A subgenre of like, you know, summer camp slasher movies. You know, and is there? Well, I tell you of- something. You guys should go out, rediscover the magic of the original Friday Thirteenth film. It's a great slasher for what it is. It's great. It is, and I guess if we're gonna, Corey, what are you doing out in this mess? <laughs> Start the year 
off right with 2023, I guess talk a little bit about your favorite release of the year. It's the Paramount straight up Paramount put out Friday 13th and 4K. I got my copy at Best Buy. You can probably still find it there with the slipcase. It's going to cost you about sixteen ninety nine, seventy nine, something like that. But my God, it has never looked that good. And you got to switch between the uncut and the theatrical, Both which there's separate discs for that for the for the Blu-rays and the Scream Factory set, which Corey and I both have. Yeah, of course we do. But the but the 4K, and I can't wait for them to continue to do this. Like I don't mind double dipping on this stuff. There's no Blu-ray with it. It's just a 4K disc. But my God, it looks fucking ridiculous it really does like um and i'll throughout this episode if Corey is cool with it i'll drop a couple of other 4k things that came out sure. in 2022 that i was stoked to get but you can't beat the print quality on it. it's never looked that good and i tell you because i was watching it streaming around october on pluto and it had pretty good print of friday 13th on there but man, nothing touches this 4K disc. Like it looks fucking ridiculous. If you're running a real nice 4K TV and running it with all the bells and whistles, I'm running my 4K player. It's the PS5, and it looks really, really good. But again, and I'm not going to harp too much more on it. But I'm just saying, I feel like Friday 13 has to carry this shame bag over its head because of Halloween, and it really shouldn't. And I love Carpenter. I'm not even attacking Halloween, but they're two totally different fucking things. Yeah, I highly agree. And that film especially, because she thinks her son's dead. He's running, she's running around hacking people. It's just a great slasher. Yeah, and, and the other thing too. But they didn't even have had other people, oh, it's a, it's a rip off a of psycho. No, it's not. It has Norman's mom psycho, is a corpse. Right? Norman's mom is a corpse. He's running around in drag killing. Right. But, you know, so, it has elements of it, sure. It's a slasher. But so does Texas And I Chainsaw. love Psycho. Again, I'm Texas. not attacking Hitchcock. I'm not attacking Carpenter. I'm just saying... I mean... The, the, all I'm saying is this, is the, Sean S. Cunningham, if you ever want to come on Phantasm Podcast, we'd love to have you. Right. Of course. I'm done. Love you, Sean S. Cunningham. Corey loves you, too. Yeah. It, Friday the 13th is by far my favorite... Uh, of the of the big you know, the big four I guess or whatever. Uh, and look, real quick, we're not going to get into a long talk about this. For Corey and I to love that franchise as much as Tom Savini has wiped his buns on me, mildly wiped his buns on Corey, and then Mister Dash wiped his buns all over Corey. And I still love the films. I love them too, and I love those movies. They're great. They're great. They're good. So, they are. I mean, and but anyway, I think Paramount's going to keep rolling with it. I'm, I'm waiting for a street date, and I'll look up real quick since we're rambling. I'm rambling about Friday 13th. I'll see if there's a street date real quick, but I don't think they've put a street date for part two yet. Hopefully, it doesn't make me wait till fall of 23 to get one more 4K disc because that would really suck. Yeah. Um, I mean, they'll probably release them pretty gradually, but not too spaced out the way they've been doing it with the Steelbooks. It'd be nice if they could at least get the first three out this year. Yeah, the Steelbooks have all been coming out pretty quickly, so I would imagine the 4Ks are going to come out pretty quickly. Um, Because they're putting out four in, you know, on on the Steelbook. The new Steelbook is like, I want to say February. uh, February. They're putting out part four in the Steelbook version. 
which they're very nice. You know, they just have the poster on the front, and I don't know what they have on the back. Someone dying or something. I oh, shit. They got part two, street date? No, but I just saw something I'm going to have to buy. What's that? Oh, my God. See, are we not supposed to think that Christopher George here is not the killer? I mean, obviously he is already. I mean, this is a huge release. I don't think it's a mystery that he's the killer. I think, I guess we're supposed to know. I'm not sure if it's one of these, like, who's the don't killer. Give me movies. just a second. I'm, I've got some, I've got a hot take for this podcast. Okay. Stand by. I mean, this is a hot, scorching hot take for this podcast. Well, for me, anyway. Stand by. I just realized now that there is no subtitles. What the fuck? I had them shut off the whole fucking time. Um. It says it's on. So. Okay. Going into this blind, folks. Let me research this real quick. Well, really, you're gonna shit when I you're gonna shit when I tell you this. Really, I was going into this deaf, but okay. Please tell me this is not sold out. One of the girls. Oh yeah. I am pre-ordering this as we speak before what? I even announce it. What is it? I'm going to announce it in a second. Well, while you're but doing that, it now. looks like there's another kill coming. And it's... If this is somebody somehow, just for the POV's sake, dressing like Christopher George, then that's pretty dumb. Uh, but, I mean... I don't know if this movie's one of those... Alright, are you ready? Yes. This is very exciting, and I'm excited to announce this on Phantasm. Vinegar Syndrome is putting From Beyond out in 4K. Nice. That is awesome. It's badass. My God, is that ball. It's probably my favorite, uh, favorite Yuzna. It's a really good movie. Uh, we, did it really, we did it really on, early on. We did. Um, on Phantasm. And, um, yeah, it's very exciting. Um, that also looks exciting. We're about to see a good old death. It's another, I like how they're all just kind of going for walks in the woods. I mean, they're trying to give it, I think, like some kind of summer camp vibe, even though it's, it's a school, but they're. They're getting knocked off in the woods here, like, so far. I got a space so far, I'm digging this. No, it's good. Oh, she's not getting knocked off yet. I think she's one of the main characters. Like I said, I've never seen this, so I'm, I'm just kind of rolling with it. But what I was trying to say was, uh, I wasn't sure if this was, like, who's the killer, we don't know kind of thing, but, I mean... Obviously, it's Christopher George. Don't tell me if you know, but I don't. It's kind of weird. I'm not saying anything. It seems like that's who they're. I'm going to talk to our, to our audience here, though. So here, so here's the thing. I am very picky about slashers, and so far, because you know, 
I haven't seen this in a minute. I'm enjoying it. You know, is it great? Yeah, it's it's it, it's a fun little watch. Uh, we're digging just, it so far. It's great not to have commercials, yeah. so that the the podcast flows a lot better today. Thank you, Peacock. Yeah. So normally, almost nine times out of ten, we're doing Tubby. You know, two. Happy New Year, Derek. Yeah. Happy New Year, Derek. So we uh, instead went with the Peacock uh, today, or Peacock. Others well, with Peacock. We got kind of burned by Tubi. Uh, recently when we tried to do this for <coughs> Dr. West had kind of a too long of a rant. We just had to, we had to gut it, <coughs> had to flush it. Um, yeah, I figured we'd do it. It would do a better movie. That last one we picked, uh, was a vinegar syndrome turd. They should have left in their own vault, but you know, that's all right. Some people are very... Got a great idea, though. Why don't we uh, cue Chuck up, and I'll go through some records here. Sounds good. Uh, I'm kind of... I'm into. I'm invested in this movie enough where I don't want to pull up... You know, normally I always pull up uh, IMDb and do some, like, trivia stuff, but I don't want him to be like, uh, you know... Right, right, Christopher right, George right. with the kill scene at the end when they reveal that it's not him. And if know. you want, I can do that today. If you want, that way you don't have to, because I've already seen this. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Normally, we, you know, I'd like to do that first. I'll do that here in a minute, but let me burn through some. You want to go ahead and do the Chuck first this time? We'll do it a little unconventional. Yeah, just real quick. Okay. Well, let me, I'll I'll go ahead and do the movies real quick then. Let me see. 1981. Altering the Future. Altering the Future! Like any other uh, podcast, if you guys are just tuning in, we appreciate you. Altering the future will take you back to the time where this of this feature film, with this one being 1981, graduation day. So we kind of give you a feel for what else was out the, at, at the, you know in the same year, so that you kind of see what else you know get a feel for the year. And the doctor covers the music, and I do the movies. And sometimes uh, the doctor does other fun things like uh, adult film. Uh, you might get that today, you might not. And we got some, I mean, 1981, we've done, a, I'm sure, a lot on this podcast, but we never skip it. We always just do it. There's a, uh, 1981 was a very, very good year for movies. Uh, some of my favorite movies were from 1981. Uh, I'll just go through some of them here. There's a lot of them that are Dr. West classics as well. So we're going to go through them here real quick. Just going to do some notables. Happy birthday to me, Halloween 2, Escape from New York, The Evil Dead, Clash of the Titans, Dragon Slayer, Porky's, uh, The Howling, The Prowler. You're reading off every movie I own. The Prowler, Time Bandits, uh, Neighbors with John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd. Good movie. Uh, Wolfen, American Werewolf in London. Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, Scanners, My Bloody Valentine, Madman, Piranha 2, The Spawning, The Beyond, Enter the Ninja, Friday the 13th Part 2, Night Riders, thanks Tom Savini for smashing that and, and handing it to me, and I went and sold it on eBay for $200, thank you. Uh, Mad Max 2, The Road Warrior, Road Games with uh, Stacy Keesh, yeah, awesome, we did that one on a Christmas yep. episode a few years ago, loved it. Um, trying to save a couple here. 
uh, Looney 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 Bugs Bunny movie. Love it. The Incredible Shrinking Woman. Uh, there's more on here. I know there is. Fox and the Hound. Uh, the movie about Dr. West, The Pursuit of D.B. Cooper. Uh, uh-huh. I thought that was the guy that went... Uh, oh, yeah, that is about me. I'm yeah. sorry, that actually totally is. Airplane guy. Uh, it's with Robert oh. Duvall, too. It plays him. Uh, yeah. Okay, i do a few more here, and then we'll... Oh, Stripes. Heavy Metal. Uh, and i got to say, rest in peace to Ivan Reitman. Died last year. Very nice. Cool guy. Uh, he will be greatly missed, my friend. Thank you for everything. Uh, for your eyes only. And I guess if I'm missing any... Rajamul? Rajamul. Fright I'm not done yet. Raja. I'm doing the dude from uh, Lost in Translation. He's like, yeah. I'll always think of Sean Connery. Rajamul. <laughs> Uh, Raja Moore? When he's trying to do the James Bond thing. Yeah. Raja Moore. Okay. Uh, Madhouse, Frightmare, The Fun House, Final Exam, Don't Go Into the Woods Alone, Deadly Blessing, uh, Island of Blood. Graduation Day. Yeah, Graduation Day. Uh, Hell Night. Ah. Uh, House by the Cemetery. Black Cat. There's so much horror. It's such a good year for horror movies, really. It's incredible. I'm not real big on Black Cat. I like Orange Nutless Cat. That was the one that I like. <laughs> and whatever I forgot doesn't matter. The best film, in my opinion, to come out that year was a little film called Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Thank you. And that is the movies. So, music is going to take me a minute. There's a lot of good stuff. Uh, Foreigner 4. Uh, El Loco, which is my favorite ZZ Top album. Um, Crazy Nuts by Tigers of Pantang. Exit Stage Left from Rush. Their live record. Um, Wild Eyed Southern Boys from 38 Special. Um, Tattoo You from Rolling Stones. Music from The Elder from Kiss. Nature of the Beast from April Wine. Renegade from Thin Lizzy. Um, it's good shit. It's good beach music, too. Don't Say No from Billy Squire. Yes, it is. Thank you to you. We're going back to the beach um, very soon together. I uh, see Escape from Journey, uh, The Wild, Willing, and Innocent, one of my favorite records from UFO, post Michael Shanker. Uh, None of the Demon from Demon. That just sounded cool. I've actually never listened to that. Uh, Made in Japan, which was an EP that I really liked when I was a live EP with Paul Diano on it from uh, Early Iron Maiden, 1981. Uh, Difficult to Cure from Rainbow. Uh, arguably my favorite album ever made, especially from that year specifically, Moving Pictures from Rush. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, no Sleep Till Hammersmith, the live album from uh, Motorhead. Um, Rock and Teeth Drop from Raven is a pretty good record. Spellbound from Tigers from Pantang, also the same year. Uh, Breaker from Accept, Fair Warning from Van Halen. I love you, Eddie. I always will. Killers from Iron Maiden. Point of entry from Judas Priest. I need two of those shirts and a hot dog. Um, <laughs> Hind from Def Leppard. Too Fast for Love from Motley Crue. Mob Rules from Black Sabbath. Diver of a Madman from Ozzy. 
Now we're going to do some rock stuff real quick. Just because you guys have been a great audience. Let's see, rock. Actually, let's put pop albums. We'll mix it up to other stuff that I listen to. 1981 pop albums. Here we go. You ready? Yeah. Uh, and I and I owned a lot of this stuff, so here we go. Uh, Beauty and the Beat from the Go-Go's. Uh, Craftworks Computer World. Dare from the Human League. We got Pink Granny uh, Panties uh, from Graduation Day. Ghost in the Machine from the Police. Oh. Face Value from Phil Collins. Private Oz from Paul and Oates. Tits by Mr. Skinless at 27 minutes, 18 seconds. Sorry, go ahead. Nonstop Erotic Cabaret from Soft Cell. Foreigner 4 again is on this list. Paradise Theater from Styx. Uh, Speak and Spell from Depeche Mode. Good stuff. Uh, Freeze Frame, one of my favorite albums also from 1981. One of the greatest concerts I ever got to see with the Jay Giles Band. Freeze Frame! Anyway, um... <laughs> Avocab from Genesis. Oh, yeah. Uh, Business as Usual from Minute Work. It's a great album. Uh, Fire of the Unknown Origin from Blue Oyster Cult. Yes, sir. Street Songs from Rick James. My favorite Rick James album. Such a good album. Uh, cool in the Gang, Something Special. Controversy from Prince. Another great album from a genius named Prince. N- New Traditionalist from Devo. Tonight I'm Yours from Rod Stewart. Shake It Up from the Cars, Working Class Dog from Rick Springfield, a little song called Jesse's Girl, you may have heard of it on there. Good stuff. Uh, in the Garden from Eurythmics, Don't Say No from Billy Squire, said that earlier, and we'll say it again. Black and White from the Pointer Sisters, Rest in Peace, the main Pointer Sister that passed away. Uh, Take My Time, Sheena Easton. Uh, Dance from Gary Newman, Duran Duran, self-titled album. And uh, that's it. But you all have been really good, so we're going to do some 1981 uh, porn movies. <laughs> porn. Yeah, so 2715, there was uh, some, some side boob for you. All right, come on now. It's hard to do while we're doing the Chuck because, you, you know, i got to try and call it out quick. There's some boob action or whatever, but whatever you need, you know. All right, here we go, and I want to go ahead and uh, tell you the side I'm using. If you guys like to jack off and you don't want to pay for it, use a little website called X Hamster. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I use that too. It's pretty. It's pretty good. All right, from 1981, Pandora's Mirror. <laughs> two, two dicks up in there. <laughs> deep in, deep inside Annie Sprinkle. Uh, sex Canal. Oh, excuse me. Sex. Yeah, Sex Canal. But it's it's sex <laughs> anal. Like sex canal. Anal. Um, what is this called? Great Sex USA. <laughs> Blown Back. <laughs> Fireworks. Um, this is it looks like a French movie. It's Sex Tricia Private. Justice Private. Uh, Indecent Exposure. <laughs> um. What is this? Private Lessons, which Private <laughs> Lessons is a great movie. A young Tom Byron is in that movie and is masturbated and fulfilled to ecstasy by his aunt in it. <laughs> um, Wonderful. Hotel Bon Plassard. That's another French one. Never seen that. Uh, here's an American one. Uh, Nymphomaniacs. Hmm. 
uh, Ring of Desire. It's a wrestling spoof. <laughs> Velvet High. It's about them velvet lips. The Ultimate Warrior. It's just the ultimate whore. Educating Trisha. <laughs> the Seductress. Mixed bag. <laughs> um, never so, never so deep. God. Centerfold fever. Nice. Oh, interesting. Horny the thirteenth. <laughs> Hell yeah. So that, that that's very fitting for this. Um, secret schoolgirls go all the way. <laughs> Please me, Mr. Postman. Delicious. <laughs> Delicious. Caught in the act. Perfect sex. <laughs> Y'all been good. I'm going to give you another page. Those are some good ones. Love, love dreams. Neon nights. Yeah, Women yeah. of San Francisco. Manhattan mistress. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. This is a French one. This is a little above my pay grade, but it's called Piss Service. <laughs> How do you know it's French? Because uh, I, I, there's a thing on here saying what it is. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Piss Service. Uh, Angels, Angels Buns. <laughs> little Darlings, which is actually a really good movie. Uh, Pacific Banana, little interracial action. <laughs> Uh, mixed bag, which I think Others, I've said before. Yeah. American American Desire, Naughty Network. Naughty Network's a pretty good movie. Nothing to Hide. That's a John Leslie thing. Uh, Centerfold Fever. There's some chick getting like 50 dicks in this like clip. Oh, nice. Erotic Trilogy, Exhausted. Exhausted is a John Holmes movie where he fucks him with his giant dick. <laughs> um... John Holmes is a huge death Garage metal Girls. fan. <laughs> Shout out to John Garage Holmes. Girls. Um, let's see here. Butter side down. <laughs> Touch me in the morning. <laughs> um, what do we got here? Dad's dirty movie. <laughs> Fireworks. Divorce, Sex Marathon, Centerfold Fever, Exercise Extravaganza, Prisoner of Pleasure, Night Dreams. That's from 1991. That's not 81. I've seen that movie. Um, Vista Valley. Vista Valley is a good movie. There's a lot of fucking in that. All right, we're going to do one more. Because I didn't really like the titles on that. I always, I always like to end with a bang. <laughs> no um, instead of Torah, 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 this one's called Tara, Tara, Tara. <laughs> and she's getting DP'd right on the clip. Going all the way. <laughs> Nurses of the 407. <laughs> That's a mash spoof. Yeah. Three for love. Don't worry, be hairy. Oh. Uh, that's some guy with a giant dick that has a hairy patch. I'm assuming it's the reason it's called that. <laughs> the beauty pageant. Uh, hospital massacre. Interesting. Yeah, I think that may not be a porno that actually looks kind of like a... No, that's a porno. It's a Sorry. snuffy. 
um, co-ed teaser, Chartel. About to get a. Wants to have more fun. To get a, happening. A fencing. Desire sword. for men. Secret sex life of a housewife. <laughs> and I'm gonna stop with this because this movie's amazing. If you guys have never seen it, and I, I don't joke around. Check out a movie called Skin Tight. Nice. Oh, right, there's some oh porn for me. That is beautiful. Porn of '81. Got a fucking fencing sword right through her goddamn neck. And he saw she did. It's got some gorge coming out. Beautiful. There's a guy playing a piano on my screen. Yeah, he is right now, yeah. He's freaking me out, actually. Uh, yeah, good. It's a good gore scene. It's very nice. Unexpected. Uh, I haven't seen Linnea Quigley yet. I didn't know she was in this. She is. And I know Vanna White's in it, but I don't know what Vanna White looked like in 81. She's one of these three, I would imagine, these three girls. I know one thing. She looks funeral ready now. Oh, yeah. She's like an N. Yes, she, looks like a fucking, she looks like a fucking reanimated corpse. We have two N's. There's Linnea Quigley. Hell, yeah. Is it? Yep. On the yellow top, definitely. I'm guessing Vanna is the one with the kind of, not like curly hair, it's like wavy hair. Or she's the one with the ponytail, actually. That has to be Vanna. Hold on a minute, I can tell you if it'll show. It's the one with the ponytail and the jeans. Not the one they're showing with the other chick, it's the one across from them. That's Vanna. The one that just walked out the door? The one with the jeans on and the hot buns, that's Vanna. Yeah, I think so too. You know, the other one's got a Got some rocking cheeks, too. <clears throat> She's wearing some, like, boot heels. I love Linnea Quigley. She's really cool. Have you met her? I have. Was she nice? She's so sweet. She loves Did me. you have a fun Return of the Living Dead? No. Why not? It's a regret I have. I don't know. I met her and talked to her for a minute, but... I met a lot of that cast. The only cast member I actually got anything from was, Good Tom, God. was Tom Matthews. Oh, yeah. We got at uh, 37 minutes, 19 seconds, you got some... What is always to be expected from Linnea in a movie is she shows her tits. So, there you go. Some Mr. Skinless for you there. That's almost not even a Mr. Skinless thing. If you see Linnea Quigley, it's probably... I don't think she... Has done a movie where she doesn't show her tits. She just she shows her tits. All right, we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something really funny right now. How many people know out there the movie Return of the Living Dead? Yeah. Linnea Quigley strips down in the cemetery with this crazy song playing and strips right. Yeah. What we're gonna do here at Phantasm? I'm very excited to to, to tell you guys this. This is a very limited engagement. We are going to be reenacting the cemetery strip down scene with the one and only Doug Dobbs. <laughs> he's going to be wearing the, 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 the stockings <laughs> and the thing he's going to rip his clothes off. Can, he, then, can he put his then, hair up in a, in a red wig? In a red he's gonna flat stay, top. He's gonna, we're actually going to shave it into that. He's going <laughs> to have a dyed flat top. He's going to spin his package around. 
And it's going to be going, <laughs> Doug, we're so sorry, but, you know, Phantasm we're calls. Not. This, is, this is what's going to happen. And here's the best part, because Corey's <laughs> favorite actor on this planet's in that movie. We're going to literally, we're going to literally, even though this is in poor taste, we're going to put shoe polish all over Corey and put a black wig on him. He's going to go, yeah! <laughs> I can't do that. And <laughs> maybe five it's years ago, it's pay per view, and yeah, and, then, and we have permission of that actor because he's actually going to be in a cameo in it too, even though he's bald now. He's going to be like, yeah. <laughs> and then Doug, the main thing, this is our main attraction. We're getting away from his, his name, in this is going to be called Doug Wiggly, and he's just going <laughs> to swing his package around. It's a limp package. He's going to swing around. Flag goes tonight. <laughs> God. You know that Doug is nasty. You know that song? He dances with the dead. <laughs> yep. What's so, that? Doug, we're doing that for you for listening for a long time. If you're listening out there, you're going to be Doug Quigley. Uh, we're going we're to send you to sports clips to get that, that mop trim to get it <laughs> red. Do not. And, and I, just, I just need you to. I just need you to flip around that flaccid bag. <laughs> Makes love to you, die. Right. Bow, bow, bow. That song's going to play, and, and uh, he's going to swing his <laughs> swing his music. And then stick. Corey, and this is why we can get away with it. Corey's going to do this, but with the actual original actor from the film. And they're both going to go, yeah! <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. And then over in the corner, dressed as the punk guy, rest in peace, we're going to have public masturbator dressed as him masturbating. <laughs> so, All that's what we're going to do for that. And then, and <coughs> look, after me. an experience like that, you guys are probably going to get hungry. We need you to run down. This is very, very, very important. We need you to run down to the Lenore City, Tennessee Chick-fil-A. Peanut butter Jesus. Well, it is, but it's it. This is we need to go to the right location, the Lenore City. Isn't it Lenore City? It's the wrong one, isn't it? Yeah, Lenore City Peanut Butter Jesus. Is it the Lenore City one? Yes. You're sure? I thought it was another one. Why was I thinking it was another? It's Lenore City Peanut Butter Jesus. Okay, and we need you to ask. We need you to walk in, and then you ask, right? And he's going to do it like fucking Clark Kent. You're going <laughs> to ask. You're going to ask to see where, where is the colonel? Where's the colonel? And then all of a sudden, this mild-mannered, mild-mannered guy that used to work at Food City is going to spin around and rip out of them clothes and start dancing on that fucking table as fucking the colonel. <laughs> colonel Sanders from fucking KFC. And as he, get, as he gets fired... He's gonna he's gonna dance around and give everybody a free piece of his chicken out of his fucking twenty four piece bucket. <laughs> That's another special promotion we're doing. It's a little cross promotion. It's more promoting PepsiCo and KFC. Yeah, we're gonna but, invade um, uh, Peanut Butter Jesus with the actor that we've hired to do this. Doesn't really care about anything anyway, except Braves baseball. So he's gonna be okay to do this. 
and he's literally like, I mean, like, like Clark can't change into Superman. He's going to turn into fucking Colonel Sanders. <laughs> he's going to jump over that fucking counter and he's going to start serving chicken to everybody while they fire him. Some but hot not chicken bowls, not Chick-fil-A chicken. He's going to be serving you real chicken from KFC. <laughs> but we're good. And I don't want our actor that we're talking about here that should remain nameless. Grim Gross. Um, well, we'll just refer to him as Freddie. Yeah. But when Freddie gets fired <laughs> from there, don't worry, Freddie. I've already got you a breakfast gig over at Bojangles. You're good, buddy. <laughs> It'll be bow time. Yep. And get a move on that. It's bow time. Then he can sling around that fucking homestyle chicken. Them chicken, yeah, them chicken strips. He's going to be slinging them biscuits then. <laughs> Bojangles doesn't work out. Don't worry about that, Freddie. We're going to get you a job. At Hardy's. <laughs> You'll go from one breakfast plantation to another. God. Serving breakfast. That's what you're going to do down in the deep south. <laughs> it's like Braves baseball. You're going to be serving them breakfast. <laughs> Giving back. Um, one other thing I want to talk about just real briefly. Anybody that's listening to this that thinks that going to Bucky's, the gas station... Is like going to an amusement park. You need to get a fucking life. Just want to say that. I mean, these are the same people that were bored and went to Walmart. Now Walmart's like, fuck, fuck you. And they, they now they all close at 11. So it's kind of... You know. I mean, I've seen people wearing hoodies and shirts from Bucky's. Here's my thing. I, I actually I saw really, one on Facebook I really earlier. Enjoy, I really enjoy eating McDonald's, but I don't have a McDonald's hoodie. I saw a guy earlier, this is funny you bring it up, and he was wearing a, a Bucky's onesie with the fucking beaver over his over his head, like a like a hood. It's pretty ridiculous. I was like, man, so I, just, I, I, just actually, spent, I just spent $200 at Bucky's. I was like... Can I, can I read a personal story? I bought like a 24-pack of beer real... and cigarettes and all this shit, and I still never spent that much at a gas station. I want to read something from my personal life to, to, to our podcast to tell you how stupid my family is. You ready? Please. So my cousin messaged me like, like it was an emergency and says, there is a lady that I work with that used to work with your mom at JCPenney. Uh-huh. And I said, how did she even know to bring up my mother to you? <laughs> and his response was, I got the David Bowie soundtrack on CD for Christmas. The fuck does that mean? So, I have no idea. He doesn't pay attention to a fucking thing I say. He's in his own fucking Never Never Land. That's my cousin, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Jimmy, everybody. All right. Well, all right, Jimmy. Great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for bringing my mom that's incapacitated and dying of Alzheimer's. Thank you so much, Jimmy. You're such a fucking hero to the world. <laughs> <clears throat> so apparently it's just hot topic to bring up Dr. West at gatherings and at the workplace. So, <laughs> you know. In other words, my cousin needs to be kicked right in his shaft. But anyway. It's like the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, he dodged the question. You didn't catch that? Yeah. I got a David Bowie documentary and soundtrack for Christmas. It's like, why were you discussing my mother with a co-worker at Walmart? 
Anyway. Hey, anyways, man, I got a I got the Black Rain soundtrack, Michael Douglas for for Christmas. Y'all didn't know this. My mom's not in the greatest health. I worry about her constantly, and you know, this is the top typical bullshit that I deal with. You know, before we started recording, I had some fucking other Neanderthal that I have to deal with on a business side of things. Uh, treat me like I was a fucking moron, and you know, it's just it's just fun stuff. It's a great way to kick off the new year. We're going to keep it positive here. I'm just going to move on. But there are some really, really, really stupid people on this planet. That's all I'm going to say. Yes, there is. There's nothing better than a slasher movie to put. Is that cop smoking a joint? Yes, he is. He just confiscated it from Linnea and whatever guy she was about to whip his pee-pee out. Why is his gun on like weird, like he's a gunslinger from the Old West? (laughs) It is. Look, it's weird. It's really weird. It is bizarre. Happy New Year, Derek. Yeah, Happy New Year, Derek. Um, I, I'm going to ask you to do something for our audience since this is kind of a holiday special. Would you like to pick a restaurant or motel or something of that nature and read us some reviews because we haven't done that in a long time? It's a request. Let me read who it's from here. It's from a Dr. Vincent Wentz, medical doctor. Why don't you do that? Okay. Uh, if you answer anything, this, if you answer this, answer thing. this question for me, please. Would you, or would you have not, back in this day, have uh, banged old Patch McKenzie here? So I, I don't know why I think she's pretty hot. So the answer to that is yes. I recognize her from something else. I just think she's hot. I'm going to actually, no, she's very attractive. And I thought that earlier when she was in the naval outfit, if that was her as well. Yes, it was. Um, let me see what this says here. Goodbye, Norma Jean. Good night, Sweet Marilyn. Dark Tower. Uh, she's about to get Dark Towered in here. I know her from something specifically. Serial... Uh, House calls. Maybe she did more TV stuff. I don't know. That's what I need is the TV stuff, I think. Let's just go to IMDb. Yeah, she is very attractive. I'm recognizing Uh, her from something, and I don't know what. She is Phyllis in ER. Uh, ER is her biggest thing i guess uh night rider she was in an episode of that these are all like one episode things days of our lives nine episodes of that a lot of one episode appearances trying to see the big thing that she did a bunch of romance theater god damn it it's a live three sorry i'm getting phone calls people can't take I'm busy for an answer. Uh, Falcon Crest. Used to love that show. Uh, Taxi. She was on an episode of Taxi. I love that show, if you all didn't know that. Oh, I know. Days of Our Lives, she was on a bunch of. Chips, she was on an episode. She was on an episode of The Young and the Restless. The Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew Mysteries. She was on a couple episodes. The Walton, she was on an episode that girl from Boston. She was on Emergency in a few episodes. It's a great show. Um, 
for my childhood. I'm not trying to sell you guys on it. Literally. Magnum P.I. That is possible where I know her from. She was Lucy Sanderson on an episode. She is very attractive, though. Yeah, she is. Uh, a Year in the Life. She was on a couple. That's pretty much it. That's all of her stuff here. Shadow Chasers. She was on two episodes of Charlie's Angels. Interesting. But yeah. Very attractive. Obviously, she's like 80, but, you know. Now, but still. Doesn't mean anything. She's very attractive back in the day. She, she really is. She's a very attractive woman. So, kids, also something you never want to do is walk through a summer-lit, warm Main Street park, apparently dressed as a football player, you're going to get killed. Right, and that's the weird part about this. Why is he dressed to go to the game and he's just like running down this like random There's a a very bizarre caveat with this movie where this is one of the earlier of the Friday 13th style trends where they, because it's not, they didn't. The POV stuff. Well, that and they're doing it in the fucking like, in the woods, even though it's a fucking. Why is it in Vanna White's face ever? That's definitely her, though. Did they? Did she sue them or something? Because she keeps hiding her face. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, because she was already, you know, uh, there she is right there. No, that's definitely her. Yeah, that's her. Oh yeah, let's just go walk around and see what's in this bush. But this whole movie, you know, because I think they're trying to keep it to where it seems like a. Like, they don't want it to be a blatant Friday the 13th ripoff, but they're definitely keeping the... Why does he have a football sword? Oh, that's bizarre. Uh, they're keeping the trend because they're doing all the POV stuff and the stalking scenes, but then they're in the woods. The whole, like, everyone that's getting killed is in the fucking woods. Well, the one of them died in the damn showers, in the throat. All the other right. ones so far have been all... They're just like walking around the woods aimlessly. Like it's very bizarre. Are these track team kids? But oh, that's pretty funny. But the old football sword throw. That's uh, that's touchdown. A, that's inv- yeah, touch. That's inventive. I will say that. Good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. That'd be the only thing if the killer said you know had some taglines. It was a, like touchdown. I would. I would have. I wouldn't have hated that. Now I do like the uh, the lipstick X outs. I think those are fun. I like that he's got like a, he's trying to just kill everyone on the team. Like I said, there's no way it's not the coach, but I I didn't want to go to IMDb and look it up. <clears throat> well, I guess at this point we can we can go ahead and do that. <coughs> if I spoil it, if I spoil it for myself, I spoil it. But it'd be fine. <clears throat> what do you want me to do? It I'll just do it. If you want to. Let me do it. That way you don't get Just don't. It. If it says, like, the killer, blah, blah, then don't even read it. Because I'm looking at, I'm, like, quickly skimming, and I don't see anything. Uh, Here there's, we go. You there's, guys not, ready? there's not a big list, but if it says, like. Here we go. At the I'm end, doing the uh, the normal thing Corey does, and we do it for you guys as best I can. Because I actually haven't seen this, so uh, I, uh, I want it. If there's some, like, big reveal thing, like he has a penis. I'm not going to do that. I'm not stupid. Or it's a chick with a penis, like the other May summer May 1st, 1981's when this came out. It had a budget of 
Okay. In box office, $23.9 million. <clears throat> Wow. It says here Lloyd Kaufman is still living off of this film to this day. His graduation day. That was, a, that, that was, a, that was actually a joke. It, I, it, <laughs> it didn't say that. It's his graduation um, day. A Fatal Games is a knockoff of this film. Weird. I guess um, there, these- there, there is a fan base for this that claims this is the best slasher ever made. Now that I can't do that. Yeah, that's a little bit uh, bizarre. Uh, pre-production began in 1980, where filming began and was shot all through Los Angeles, California. Um. Uh. premiered in Los Angeles on May 1st. Um, it was shown in 16 theaters. It <laughs> earned half a million dollars and then went on to gross 319 in an, in an, in 83 theaters. Hmm. Um, the, it got 15 additional cities in the United States beginning on May 22nd. Till August fourteenth. What was the budget on this? Two hundred fifty k. It's a pretty good budget. Yeah, it made it made fucking twenty three point nine million. They've, they've shot this movie all over the fucking place. Uh, graduation. It said it was shot all in. It said it was all shot in L.A. According to this. Yeah, but like all different locations. You know, that's pretty. Yeah, but, shows you, you know, the budget it had. Uh, graduation day received received unfavorable responses from film critics when it came out. Richard Harrington from the Washington Post said it was badly acted. Oh. Uh, this movie was seemingly I mean, shot on very quality stuff. When he had Quigley's in it, you know, I thought that adds a little bit of uh, acting cred. I'm joking, of course. Uh, this movie is corny, has hokey, poor quality effects. Uh, everybody else says it's a drippy, dippy horror film. <laughs> Whatever that means. The film was originally released on VHS by Columbia Pictures. Interesting. The original distributor in 1982. And again in 1983 by Columbia Pictures RCA. Troma released Graduation Day on DVD for the first time in October 1st, 2002. And was later released in 2005 by Legacy Entertainment. Vinegar Syndrome released the the film on Blu-ray in September 14th, where was purchased by one the one and only public masturbator. <laughs> While 88 Films released it on Blu-ray in the United Kingdom October 13th, also purchased by public masturbator. <laughs> um, that's all that really says on that. Now, let me try something else. That source I was using. Yeah, on IMDb, there's like the trivia page, and that's what I was going to dig into. I'm going into. there. I'm going I was reading the wiki because I figured, hey, we'll try this out first. Yeah. A little bit more chill, you know, a little bit more ghetto than it was, and it didn't really work. No, I mean, it's um, Like I said, the budget thing's wild. I mean, at the time, the all these uh, production companies were just fucking throwing money at whatever slasher was coming out because they were so popular. So, I mean, they were all getting, uh-huh. getting money. 
but they here we go. Very low budget. And I hate this website because every time I get on here with my phone, it starts running ads and all kinds of stuff. Uh, a mass killer begins murdering students on the school track team after a track runner dies upon completion of the 32nd 200 meter race. Yeah, it's a little theme is that the killer keeps, you know, Corey Borger from the Phantasm kills. Podcast says it's on his hot list. About to get some more Lenia Quigley uh, hoo ha action. All right, did Hawk-ha you know? Action. The blonde girl in the number 46 track jersey was cut out of the film as much as possible since she was fired due to refusal to fulfill the nudie requirements. Linnea Quigley was hired to replace her. Yeah, she'll she'll do it. She can't act, but she can fucking show her titties. She's a very nice person, but, you know. Other than that. There's more. Hold on. But wait. There's more. About to be another Mr. Skinless here. It's Mr. Skinless Linnea Quigley edition. So there's a lot of breaks. So far, we got a. It's it's almost there. Quigley talked about her big her big break in this film. I got graduation day by going in and having to act scared. This other girl didn't want to be naked, but I did. <laughs> I did. This guy's going to get the fucking piece down. Laura's jersey number repeatedly changes between 45 to 40 during the opening sequence. Nice continuity errors there. This guy's going to get stabbed while he pees. Crazy credits. After the final credits, the killer is shown oh. holding a watch. He uses to time his murders. Do what? Oh, I thought it was like it. The part I didn't want you to do, the ki- the killer is Lenny Quigley's tits. It's like, God damn no, it. I didn't. I'm not doing that. He's been doing the stopwatch. The Australian the version runs eight minutes longer than the U.S. This version was briefly released in the U.S. as a director's cut. Owned and purchased by Public Masturbator. <laughs> um... The rock band Felony is unaccredited with the music in the film. Even on the oh, there's a severed head that looks like shit. Uh, they're credited in the beginning of the film. Well, maybe that's part it's of the director's cut. Right, right. I don't know. IMDb must have fucked up. This might be because it's the director's cut. They actually put by Felony, but on some of the other versions, it might not have that. But I remember in the beginning credits, it was like music by Felony soundtrack I guess purchased. Do, I mean, Felony was such a huge band. Know. You know, they're. They're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know, they deserve to be. <laughs> Soundtrack purchased by Public Masturbator. Um, no, it's uh, vinyl limited collectors purchased by Public Masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's, fel- assuming that's felony playing and rocking out in the background. Yeah, I don't know. I have this muted. I don't know. Oh, I was I was saying there's a band like performing. Looks uh, like probably they're at that little um, skate town USA or whatever, and they're Linnea Quigley's out in the woods showing her tits, and there's a rat in the woods for some reason. And there's this guy, obviously it's Coach Michaels here, with his fencing hel- uh, helmet on, trying to kill her with a fencing sword. 
Brett Michaels from Poison? Cool. <laughs> yep, he's like, give me my wig back. So here's the thing. I just want you all to know this. Fail it didn't happen. Get you. It, did, it didn't happen because of COVID-19, but there during COVID-19, I had talked with Corey. This is another shameless phantasm promotion. I was going to go to some of the popular concerts that year, like Kiss and Poison, and I was going to remove Paul and Gene's wigs and then run <laughs> off stage. And then I was going to go to the Poison show and remove Brett's wig. <laughs> There's some brief um, uh, titty flashes at an hour and three minutes right after. Do I like these bands? Yeah, I do, but I think it would be fun to remove their wig while they're performing. Yeah, like you have it like a like a crane, like one of those. Uh, no, no, no. Those I'm gonna straight up run tiny. on the stage like like a streaker and just take the wig. Oh, I mean, I would think that their their shit would be like glued on every day. Who knows? Well, I mean, I gotta be honest with you, and I'm just being honest with our audience. I'll guarantee you, Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons are stone cold bald. Oh, there's no doubt. And you know, you know, Brett's is Brett. Brett is straight up wearing rocking a wig. Oh, he is. He said that. And that's fine, but I'm just saying, I want to run on stage, and they just circle and slow down. It's me, and I'm like, you know, masked up and wearing my like ninja clothes, and I just take that wig and run off the stage. Gotta lose your wig at Detroit (laughs) Rock City. (laughs) Yeah, and then for poison, it's win big. Mom is falling hair piece. Every hairpiece is getting taken by Dr. West. (laughs) Wig gone. Wig gone. Wig gone. Wig gone. Eric Singer's just singing that version. He's got his hair. He's like, wig gone. You better watch out here. Dr. West took my wig. Because we're going to have Freddie, who I mentioned earlier, dressed as Colonel Sanders, filming this while I take the wigs. <laughs> um, and I'm going to do one for him because our guy that's dressed up as Colonel Sanders, he's a big Queen fan. I'm going to run up and take Brian May's wig, too. <laughs> I'm just going to pull that wig straight off. <laughs> Let me take off your wig. Another one takes the wig. I, I got Brian May's wig, my friend. It'll fall, it'll fall. And I'll run off stage with that wig till the end. <laughs> another one took my wig, and another one's gone. Well, the, well, where it's at, too, is later, the guy that we're talking about, um, Freddie, I would literally put May's wig on him while he played his acoustic classical guitar. Yeah. Singing Jesus hymnals. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, I just, I, I get really tired of <clears throat> people acting like these people don't have a wig. You want to hear another one that wears <laughs> a major wig? Joe Elliott in Def Leppard. I just want to take that wig right off. <laughs> he is, he's wearing like a Golden, Gore, G- Golden Girls Blanche wig. I just want to take that <laughs> and right off. He's like, pull my wig off me. (laughs) (laughs) By Dr. West. (laughs) Some wig stereo. (laughs) 
wig of age. my wig off of me. Is it a wig of ages? <laughs> I'm telling you, I want to hop up on stage and take that Golden Girls wig right off. <laughs> look him up right now. While everybody's listening at home, Corey, I want you to look it up. Follow along with our people listening. Look up a current photo of Joe Elliott. Tell me that's not a fucking Golden Girls wig he's wearing. He looks like he should be on the fucking view. Yeah, that's bad. You know it's a wig because he's got one blonde one and he's got a fucking, like, white one. (laughs) It looks looks like a fucking Ashley Schaefer wig. (laughs) He's like, walk on out of there, you bow-legged piece of shit. (laughs) part of this. New for 2023, you heard it here first. (laughs) Corey Nuss new podcast. <laughs> Join Dr. Vincent West, Corey Gorecrust, <laughs> when we get sued for Phantasm for this episode. And join us on our new podcast, Joe Elliott's Wig. <laughs> Look, it's Ashley Schaefer Wig. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a fucking eastbound and down wig. <laughs> Oh, come on, I'm going to make you crack up right now. Imagine, imagine <laughs> Joe Elliott's wig on your brother. God. No, look at that picture. You're going to shit your pants. <laughs> look. <laughs> it seriously has an Ashley Schaefer wig on. <laughs> There's no way that's Wait. his hair. <laughs> he got it from like Halloween Plus and it's... <laughs> He got it from like Halloween Plus, so it can't say Eastbound and Down because it's a Made in China mask. So it just says like East Down Street, <laughs> East Down Street wig, <laughs> or uh, what? A car car dealership wig. <laughs> can, can I tell you all my greatest feat of all time? Oh man, my greatest feat of all time is this. Are you ready? <laughs> No, listen, are you ready? This is my greatest feat of all time. This is only on pay-per-view. How many wigs? Because what it is is we have our film crew show up illegally, kind of like Sean Clark. They show up <laughs> illegally, and then I fucking jump on stage and take their wig. <laughs> <laughs> but here's here's my greatest feat ever. You ready? It's phone and fun. Phone. Will you start me up? Dr. Wegg pulled my wig right off. I did it at the Jones concert. I, I'm taking Mick Jagger's wig straight off his fucking old head. <clears throat> I'm taking it. <laughs> when you take my wig, <laughs> Dr. West took my wig right off. <laughs> took my wig right off. <laughs> <laughs> I got But you made a grown man cry. (laughs) Oh, man. And I'll tell you one. Now, listen, this is very important. This is is the highlight of this pay-per-view. When I take, this is simultaneously going to be happening in in Atlanta, Georgia, at a a fucking other concert. Corey, the only time he's ever agreed to do this, because it's very dangerous stealing a professional musician's wig. Damn. Corey... Christ is going to crash the Elton John show wearing Mets gear and take that fucking wig right off Elton John. (laughs) (laughs) And that fucking Dodgers jacket he wears and fucking shit on it. (laughs) He'll take a big old crocodile shit. (laughs) (laughs) No, you ready? It's like, like, 
<laughs> Corey took my Corey took my wig, that tiny New Yorker. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, this dude got spiked. What is this? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and the stopwatch. Um well, moving on from uh, our new uh, our new pay-per-view streaming series coming out, uh, Wig Snatchers, starring Dr. West. <clears throat> Wigs in the wind, I don't know, wigwam. Uh, I, I did pull up uh, some fantastic reviews here of, a, of an establishment, a restaurant. Uh, I wouldn't really call it a restaurant, we'll just call it... Uh, I, don't, I really don't know what to call it, it's technically not a restaurant, I mean... Okay. Whatever. But it, it is. It's, I'm intrigued, it's, but don't tell anybody what it is. No, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do what we usually do. We're gonna go over some fantastic reviews by just the the most uh, ecstatic fans here of, the, of these of this company, and we're just gonna go through some reviews. I, I actually don't know which one this is, if it's local or what. I just kind of pulled up the name and the review and where you know it doesn't say where it is. Perfect. I think this I is just it. this is better. This is like a company as a whole. I'm pretty sure. So this is great. This is to the source here. This has got one star out of five, so that's a good start. <clears throat> Let me see. Yeah, five stars. Okay. I thought it would be nice since I was in the area to get uh, food for family and for work. What a disappointment. They look small and deflated, so much so I decided not to drop them off at work. I tried one when I got home, and the grease left the roof of my mouth. Uh, left on the roof of my mouth. It was disgusting. The image is from the company site, and the other is what I received. And I see the pictures, and uh, yeah, they look pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> that one would give it away if I said it. Gotcha. Yeah, don't do that. Well, I have to say what it is, at least, like part of it. it, it it's a donut place, is what it is, donut shop. There's, okay. there's a bunch of those. We don't know which donut shop it is. But this is a donut shop. I should have just went ahead and mentioned that. Uh, my kid asked special Halloween dozen only because of all the characters, but it was horribly ugly. And there's pic okay. there's pictures of it, and I can actually send you these pictures. It's kind of funny because <laughs> this is actually cool. This one has like picture reviews. I love that. So I can. All right, I'm going to show you the 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 picture that was online or on their sign. Okay. Tell me when you see that. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Hang on, it's pulling up the Ashley Shaver again. And this is what they got. <laughs> it's, it's like if I made it's like if I made it. Uh there's Vanna. Vanna White. And she finds the blood. Uh, I purchased five $20 gift cards from Sam's Club by mistake for my daughter's school teachers. I thought it was the same. After, what does that have to do with anything? After I taste donuts and coffee, I do not like it at all. My daughter, t they, they, people that are spelling this shit are bizarre. After I taste donuts and coffee, I do not like it at all. My daughter tastes it. She did not like it also. We throw them away finally. Then I get just customer service phone from web. Called them and tried. Is this a fucking Kung Fu movie? <laughs> it sounds like the fucking Hulk. They were so rude attitude. 
donuts. <laughs> Called them and try to request refund. They were so rude attitude and not too many store around. We no give donuts. <laughs> I get different gift for teachers. I have hundred dollar gift card. Do not know what to do with them. Regarding <laughs> she, she put regarding Karen. <laughs> of course of course it's a Karen that can't fucking spell. Regarding Bruce Banner. Oh wow, this is interesting. I used to love buying the fresh hot melt in your mouth donuts as they came off the belt in the Pensacola location. I relocated to St. Petersburg and finally found another one. When I saw the hot sign illuminated, I whipped into line only to discover that the donuts were not fresh or hot, but only hot glaze had been looted on top of them. This happened on every occasion, so sadly I had to give up on them. Probably best for my waistline anyway. She wanted the, <laughs> she wanted that hot glaze. It sounded like she wanted a hot glaze. I went in to grab a coffee and a couple of donuts, and there were two young ladies working alone. They looked new considering the fact that they had a difficult time with the cash register. The line was building up, and the two young ladies tried going as fast as possible. No complaints about the two young ladies. I just wonder, where were the managers? Uh, That's a long one. It doesn't seem very funny. My daughter and her friend drove 45 minutes to Fresno because of their advertising, was told not only on a Tuesday the 19th and was sent away. It's bad enough how it is for these seniors, and then you have to place this, but as you can see clearly, what? Lady at the window is so rude, bad attitude, not a nice person, other customers will never come to this location again in Hoover, Alabama. The worst. I placed an order in four days in advance to ensure we got an order for Valentine's Donuts as a special treat for our kids. Imagine how sad they were when we were told, sorry, we were out. We refunded the money like that helps. My kids were troopers about it. Very unf- unfair to them. They are quite expensive for what they are in four days. Notice isn't enough. Lost my business for sure. Well, bitch. I mean, people run out of goddamn donuts and they don't give a fuck about your stupid kids. That, uh, that one just sounded like the hotel reviews you and I look at on a great hotel kids that we've actually stayed at. People will be like, I was hoping someone would come up and jack me off because my balls were full. There was no eggs Benedict and parfaits downstairs. There was only Cheerios and pancakes. It's like, well, they had hot coffee. I only drink iced cappuccino. Yeah, it's like people are fucking petty. Uh, the last four trips that I have made is my fresh. Where's my fresh breakfast menu served with a butler? <laughs> I need a kiddie pool to dunk my nutsack in so it'll be stay warm. It's like. Fuck off. Where's my fresh hot towel? Yeah, where's my hot towel? Uh, the last... We can do that. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's roll that up and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> the last four trips that I have made have been terrible. The product is stale. Sometimes the donuts are not even cooked inside, and the custard is lumpy and tastes funny. These are adults that they taste, they taste funny. I went there today and got a mocha chocolate coffee. I actually threw up after the first drink. Huh. I would too, sister. That's why I don't fucking drink shit like that. Anyway. Oh, God. Now you're with me on that. I got my mocha chocolate coffee so I can shit while I drive. It was terrible. There was hardly any ice in it. It tastes like water with sugar in it and a little bit of coffee. That's exactly what a mocha chocolate coffee is. It, the coffee doesn't, you know, you're watering it down with fucking milk and sugar and coffee flavor. So, of course, the only thing left is fucking water and coffee. 
Fucking idiot. Going to take a break from this place for a while. The donuts used to be delicious. They are now leftover stale remnants of what they used to be. I don't think I've ever seen a hot light on before 11 p.m., which is too late for fresh donuts. Oh, what a cunt. God. These people are just petty. I mean, for something you shouldn't even be fucking eating in the first place, you fucking pig. I mean, it sounds pretty petty. Stop for one dozen donuts to take home. One person working a drive-thru. One in store. No one else in store but me. Just open. One customer waited 10-15 minutes to be waited on donuts. Are more than small. One bite of filling in the donut that I ate. Will not spend that kind of money for a product <laughs> like that. Start closing your doors. <laughs> Horrible. Don't. Finally, at school, I get to try one of the donuts. The chocolate ones were okay, but extremely sweet. Then, the next time, there was these donuts that were only covered in sugar pieces. It was disgusting. Like, so bad. It was horribly sweet, and I almost threw it up. It was like eating a whole bowl of MSG. It was just plain terrible. My friend just took a big bite, then said, Hmm, I love donuts, and then ate it like a pig in front of my nose. The donuts were horrid. <laughs> Sounds like you just bought stuff you didn't know what it was going to taste like. You know, that happens. I mean... <laughs> Terrible customer service from worker at Liverpool Orange Grove. His name is Carlos. Gave me attitude the whole time. Snatched my money out of my hands and burnt my bagel. <laughs> How dare he burn your bagel? How dare he burn bagel? I get gift card. I go home. I have attitude. Went through drive an area, scenic water area, nasty. My stomach could not handle. Check photos. I visited a donut establishment for years earlier this week. For first time, I decided to frequent another location when I experienced this disappointment. Some of these sound like just, they're like AI generated, like people didn't write this. But no, they're people that have what is called smartphones, and they type on it, and then this is the shit that comes out of their fingers and their, and their brain. It blows my mind. <laughs> One-time customer. Went through the drive-thru in Oklahoma City early this morning. Wow. I mean, you already live in a toilet. I can't imagine that the donuts will be good. And I was told that they didn't have blueberry cake donuts, so I just purchased the other two that I wanted to try. Those two donuts cost $3.89, and at the time of day, I expected them to be warm and soft, but they were not. They tasted fine, but they were cool, and the texture was a little dry and stiff, like they had been sitting around a while. It was a letdown for me and definitely not worth the price. It was my first experience with them, and I won't be back. Well, good. I'm sure they'll miss you. They bribe citizens with donuts to get vaccinated. That's disgusting. Using your business to get people to get the shot is disgraceful. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> this, is a, this is a leftist so socialist donut shop. I will not be back. We visited the Kingsport, Tennessee location. Another toilet, 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 toilet. We ordered a dozen glazed donuts. We also ordered a cookie and cream milkshake. Of course you did. It was made with ice. It wasn't a milkshake, but a cappuccino. My husband took it back in and told him this was not what he ordered. They said that was how a milkshake was made. Didn't offer to make another one or give the money back. Well, maybe you shouldn't be drinking cookies and cream milkshakes. Are you fucking five? <laughs> Very little cream and cream filled. The cream did not taste good. Will not buy again. Walmarts are better and not as expensive. <clears throat> Never enough filling. Called several times to speak with manager. Who does nothing? When you go into the Falls Grove location, everyone is standing around and doing nothing while the line is wrapped around. It used to be a good shop. <laughs> God. 
they're putting all the Rocky movies out in 4K finally. Nice. Bought yeah, a dozen glazed donuts for $12. That's how much uh, a dozen costs. Genius. Uh, they were not fresh and hard to chew on at Union, Jer New Jersey's door. Wanted to split the donuts into two boxes, but was charged an extra dollar. We'll never come here again. If they're not hot, turn your light off. 20 people working and donuts are cold. I would have never have stopped. Do they not know that the donuts, that hot donut sign is always on? Do they not know that? It's like having an open sign on. It's, uh, people are fucking stupid. Well, that's the end of those reviews. That is uh, the wonderful establishment known as Krispy Kreme. Oh, God, really? Yep. And God. that's from all over the country. So this, uh, I'm on site jabber. This is actually great. I'm going to People love that I place, too. I've never really understood it. But. I'm not a big fan of, like, donuts, really. And they hurt my teeth because they're bad for you. They're very sweet. And then I don't care if donuts are hot or not. It's a fucking donut. People have to have shit that either burns their mouth or is so cold and it makes them shit their pants. So it's like, I, you know, <clears throat> I don't know what people put in their bodies and they're just totally don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. Apparently not. Food, drink, and other grocery delivery. Beer, candy, let's see, food, drink, and other. So I like this, uh, this site is pretty good. But I don't know how to navigate this, through it. It's like a review thing or something? Let's see. Yes. another establishment here i'm going to use a different site it's not popping up terrible mayo on burger tasted like it was bad yuck drive through was fast staff was very nice but taste was terrible oh. laura really prefers it quiet don't you sweetheart oh shit okay warning fake reviews uh, they messed up my order, and when I addressed it, they took my card and pretended to void my purchase and kept the food. The charge went through anyway. Sorry, no free meals on me. Nice try, though. <laughs> <clears throat> well, so this guy's the killer. Old, what's his name? Uh, oh, damn it, Michael something Pataki. That's the yeah. killer. Interesting. See, I figured it was just too much for it to straight up be the coach because I would you know I was like they're really just setting it up from the beginning of the film you know that's why I was like I want to avoid spoilers so that doesn't seem right that's kind of cool a little crazy ending here service always sucks nobody wants to come to the window and nobody wants to be professional these guys aren't even taking orders anymore it's a robot taking the orders and the orders still can't come in on time 35 minutes stuck in the drive through window and nobody has came yet worst experience ever Dude, he's got a Vampirella poster in there. Yeah, it's sick. I just saw that. What's that other one? It looks... I couldn't tell what the other one was. That, I don't know what it's from, but I can tell you what it is. 
It looks like one of those fire and ice things or something. Well, you're close. It's a it's a Frazetta though. Yeah. Like that That's art, a Frank Frazetta. That artist. Yeah. I just don't like. know what it what it is specifically, but yeah. That's what it looked like at a passing glance. Not the Vampirella, but the other thing. Yeah, yeah, the thing, not there, right where that sword is above it. Uh, let's see. We live in a wonderful country in which one of the perks is access to once in a while quality steak, unless you buy it from this place lately. I see the quality aged rump and fillet cuts has gone the way of the porcelain throne. The prices are as high as ever. They truly must think the public won't notice. The result is a needless loss for profit. Management gone wrong. If you feel like blunting your teeth on sinew and tasteless produce, then by all means, as you were. Hashtag another one bites the dust. Hashtag service. Hashtag fail. Well, you need to take down your ads when they say, when they've expired, we went there thinking that they were going to get a shake with our drink and two burgers and a fry for $5. Instead, we got your other $5 meal and the chicken nuggets taste like they were made six hours ago. <laughs> this, one's, this, one, this one's in all caps, so this one should be pretty good. Me and my family ordered two cheeseburgers, got two regular regular burgers and the laddie that took our order our order tried to sell us two of the largest burgers i'm not happy about and there was so much mustard on it m-u-s-t-e-r-d mustard on it i couldn't i couldn't c-o-l-u-d-e-n-t couldn't couldn't taste i'm so mad i can't spell it too much mustard on it couldn't taste the burger on the other one we ordered manat wow M A N A S E mayonnaise. Wow, you need to you need to call up uh, Jennings and go on Jeopardy there, bud. We ordered manas on it. You could barely see the manas. There was so much of the other condiment. Wow, this is terrible. Condiments. It tastes like nothing. I've never had a worse burger. I read some reviews and they say that they have five in the morning and they stick them in the drawer and then you order them, they fry them again, so you think they're getting a freshly fried burger. Well, you're at. Well, you're right. I'm extremely mad. I'm really mad of what. I'm not just never going back. Never going back. It is just awful. I do not recommend this. Jeez. Some of these. I, mean, I don't recommend it either. Some of the. <laughs> you don't get. You know, if you ask for a minute. I mean, it's hard to recommend something where you got to recommend something. You know. Uh, store. I learn I learn English for do review. <laughs> a total ripoff. I English for review. <laughs> I mean, people that go out of their way to do this are just no English. Espanol. <laughs> a total ripoff. I know. I know read. I know read in school. <laughs> a total ripoff. The sign is one price, and when you go to pay, it's a higher price. Avoid this corrupt business. Uh. Went to the Manassas location yesterday, ordered two cheeseburgers and two milkshakes. When I got them, they had no cheese. They were cold, and the buns were hard. Would not go back again. Overpriced for bad burgers. And that is from a... I have no idea what you're talking about. It's very interesting. I'm, this is Alex like P. Schreiningost. Uh, really, yeah. really great service. Love the pretty girl in West Point with the pretty smile. She needs a raise. It's bizarre. It's like, can I have your phone number? It's like the killer in this film. 
connived your fine he, he just got a raise in the fucking nuts. <laughs> she kicked him in his raisins. <laughs> Could I have a phone number, please? <laughs> I discovered something tonight that will have... Oof. God, he's got the fucking Dawn of the Dead makeup on. Dead makeup, yep. You did you <laughs> literally run out of moment. Yeah. It is. It's like that Krishna's on. He's like... Argh. Like, wow. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little bit, you know, later for that, but I guess it's still, still corpse paint then. Oh, he got he got spiked too, by the uh, Dawn of the Dead zombie. Uh, I discovered something tonight that will have me avoiding this place in the future. I love their, their cheese champ combo, but I cannot tolerate a business practice of listing one price on the menu, but yet the price is two dollars higher. I asked at the register and came to find out the dollar amount on the menu is for a small combo, but a medium is automatically rung up unless you specifically ask for a small. Isn't that what they call bait and switch and there are laws against that? No, there's not. I am disgusted they can get away with the building and hygiene. I ordered chicken. It was oversalted and disgusting. I don't eat bacon pork. They still put bacon in. The salad was missing on my bun. The salad was missing on my bun. You call lettuce salad. You're a fucking idiot. The pies were warm too long in the bag. The fries were dried out. The building needs hygienists to look in at. Declare it unfit. Look at the pictures. I will go back to England. Go back to England, you limey. I'm not going back to this place. They sold me the wrong meal. I took, uh, I took it back. The manager flip out on me and says she's not taking it back. Save your money. This place is the worst. Better off going to McDonald's or Burger King. Nine fifty for a half-pound chicken bites and fries. I think their scale is broke. They should be ashamed of themselves serving that shit to people for nine fifty. <laughs> the burger are no better, or should I say, sliders are no better. Save your money. My first and last time going there. <laughs> so the half-pound of chicken bites meal, a double cheese burger with fries, a drink, and a sundae that came in a four-ounce plastic cup came to twenty-two fifty. Could have Can I guess what this restaurant is? Please. Dairy Queen. Nope. It's a good guess. This I, one I, this I, one I, I, didn't I thought that was a pretty solid guess. It's a that solid was a one. great guess, but I felt, you know, kind of confident with it. But, no, it's know. a great oh, guess. Well. I would have guessed the same thing. Uh, it came to twenty two fifty. Could have spent less than ten dollars at McDonald's and got more food. Disappointed yeah. is an understatement. I don't foresee them staying open long. The drive through at Zion's X Roads, they just opened today. Total waste of time and money spent over a half hour in the drive through Avoid if possible. Uh, useless service as this keeps happening that we order online and don't get the items we paid for. Third time now, and this will be the last time. This will be the last time. Because Dr. Wiss is going to take your wig. <clears throat> <laughs> so on Sunday, the lady packing forgot to put two on the packets in our trolley. We then called them on Tuesday to find out about these packets. The lady who helped us said she can see this footage and confirms that the parcels were left there but need to confirm with the employees why they did not log this. What is that? What is... Are you a FedEx driver? <clears throat> the hell so she wakes up from a dream that's weird uh i would give zero stars if that was an option the fruit is off the prego roll a tiny piece of meat on a huge roll with only sauce what this isn't even this can't be the same thing it is apparently when do they start serving that 
I can hear them messing up drive-through orders and not serving walk-ups. The one guy I ordered before I got there was still waiting on his order after I left without being served. One lady to the window told me to watch out, only to give the guy waiting a drink that I've been waiting for the whole time. Worst I've ever been to. Oh, some of these are other places called the same thing, but they're not the same place. Really? <clears throat> a couple of them leaked in there, yeah. Because huh. one of them's a liquor store with the name of it, but clearly that's a liquor store. Uh, worst customer service, considering cashier's knowledge to correct the quality of food. Uh, my thing now says something went wrong. What the fuck? Just restarted my movie. Okay, there it is. And the sound's back on. Everything's going to fucking hell. Uh, the cashier was told that the Coca-Cola was flat, it didn't have gas, as well as it didn't have ice. So she gave me a cup of ice, it was still flat. She gave me another Coca-Cola again with no ice, it was still flat. Now it's my fault for leaving without checking for my receipt. I couldn't make a formal complaint or comment at that location. Hey, leave your credits on, I want to see if that killer shown at the end of these credits, because they claim he is. Yeah. Mother Cruncher commercial. Offensive name for a sandwich, but not if you're black and foul mouth. Mother Cruncher play on words from Motherfucker. Yeah, we, we get it. Why the name for the sandwich was chosen, the owner is black, duh. God doesn't sleep. That's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Overpriced and disgusting, never again. This place has a sandwich called the Mother Cruncher? Yes. Which I've eaten. Oh my god. Yeah, I've had the Mother Cruncher. Uh, this just switched to another thing again. Yeah. This is one thing I hate about these apps is I'm watching the, I'm watching the credits. It's one thing I hate about these fucking apps is it You goes, want me to confirm the credit killer no, thing? I'm, I'm just skipping to it. It's just like up next, Luther the Great. It's like I'm not watching Luther the Great. I'm trying to finish watching this film. I like watching the credits. Okay, it's fine now. <clears throat> some of these apps though, they're like, You're gonna roll right into some other movie. It's like we we're gonna give you anxiety, Corey. You gotta watch everything on this app in twelve hours. Right, yeah, it does do that on most of these apps. My My daughter ordered me a double with cheese, no mayo, no ketchup. This burger was smothered in mayo, which made the lettuce and sandwich disgustingly soggy and grimy. All he does is stop the stopwatch with the glove. That's all you see. Yeah. The fries were saturated in oil. No one should be made to eat this. Money market service at Hartswater was horrible. They had one cashier attending a very long queue on a month end. It's the 2nd of February, 2019. Customers are not respected at all at the store. Whenever there are specials, there is never any stock. You can be assured that the shelves will be empty. There is supposed to be a special offers. Very frustrating. And folks, this has been Reviews of Checkers. Which one just opened down the street from me, and I can confirm it's a fucking piece of shit and it's gross. Oh, that food you got there was bad. Yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, and there's a the stopwatch thing. It's like, okay. So who was the actual killer? It's just like ended up being a fucking dream that, that they did that on this movie. <clears throat> no, it's it's the dude that died. Oh, okay, I thought she woke up and like her. Well, fucking, I mean, her but, dad yeah, but was still alive, still, and but, then she went to but fucking he's still bed. Still the killer of the film. If that even happened, it looked like all of it. was Well, a they pulled dream. the whole. Yeah, it's a dream thing. They pulled the whole April Fool's Day shit kind of, and it's like. And the Friday thing where she was like, you know. Right, 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 right. Like, we didn't find any boy, 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 boy. Boy, boy, right. We didn't eat any checkers. <clears throat> yeah, so that was that one. 
Way better movie than we watched on the episode that will never air. Um, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Graduation days. It's it's fun. Uh, have other podcasts done it? Probably. You know, we're not trying to compete with anybody. We've been doing this for fucking years. I don't give a fuck. We're, but, the, uh, we're the only podcast. Good slasher. Good slasher. Great slasher. Uh, and I remember what you just said. But yeah, it, it's great. It's a good little slasher. It's great. Is it Prowler? Is it Friday 13th? No, but I mean, uh, nothing else it's really It's good is. for being the is early... it Maniac? No, it's not. Yeah. It's good for being the early 80s, like, kind of catapulting into the trend really hard, and that this was one of them. And it, it, it's good. It had some good gore scenes in it, surprisingly. Yep. It's, the kills were nice. The, the killer was interesting. You know, he's like a... He's, he's wearing fencing gear, which is very memorable to me. Like, I'll remember that shit. If next time I see fencing scenes, I'm going to be like, oh, graduation day. You know, Lania Quigley, Vanna White. You know, it's got some star power in there. Uh, Definitely. Uh, it's it's very low budget looking for the budget it had. I think it had, like, the only things that threw me off about the movie were, it's not like I didn't like it, but it seemed like there was a lot of locations in the film and they were kind of moving around. But then there's a lot of just random wood scenes where they die in it, and it's just bizarre. I don't know where the writing process went with that. But, I mean, it doesn't take away from it. I think they were trying to nonchalantly kind of keep up with the summer woods terror stalker killer thing like like Friday the 13th, but kind of getting away with it in a, in a different way, more creative way, sure. Um, we have a track team just kind of, taking a walk in the woods by the school and getting picked off. And it, it kind of has a familiarity to people that, you know, cause you got to think of at this time, the slasher genre is like just kind of being established. Cause when Halloween came out in Texas before that and all that shit, it wasn't, those weren't called slasher films then. No. So, so these, no. these films were trying to create a genre out of Friday the 13th by mimicking it, but also keeping up with what Friday the 13th, what made it successful? I mean, look, I love the burning, but the burning is the biggest Friday Thirteenth ripoff I've ever seen in my life. Exactly, and that film is a straight. Right, movie. but you know I love it. I rep that fucking shirt just about everywhere I go. I love that movie. But straight ripoff. God, and I, and it I, is blatantly ripping it off. And they even got old Savini to fucking sign up to do it. You know, he's like, I'm not. Well, do yeah, this. he ripped off his own shit. Right. <clears throat> Yeah, so I mean, you know, there's not to say Which is weird when you think about it. You ripped off his own shit. Yeah. So, you know, and it doesn't mean a rip off is bad if you can do it tastefully no. you do it. And I think, you know, like no. I said, without Friday specifically, which is when they really started tossing around the, the slasher name was when yep, Friday they came did. out. Uh, that's when it was kind of coined as 1980. And then these films started coming out. They were kind of creating the genre around it. So, I mean, I think it was a good thing that these films were coming out. You know, Happy Birthday to Me and all this April Fool's Day and Prom Night and all this stuff. You know, all of it, <clears throat> whether it tried more to mimic Friday the 13th or Halloween or Psycho, I think it was all a combination of all of them. You know, <coughs> But, Just a uh, cool little blend. Yeah, and slashers are my favorite, so, I mean, I'm glad that all these films came out. They're very fun. They're cheesy. They're corny. They suck. They're very low budget, but they're fun. They're good films, you know. And this is something I'll praise Vinegar Syndrome for resurrecting all day, but when they do something like Blood Beat, 
which you know seems like it would be something good and then when you watch it you're just like this hey they've already redeemed themselves from yesterday to today with me exactly with beyond in 4k yeah and they they put out texas 2 in in 4k also which is great i have that so cool so uh, got that yeah i've got cloak and dagger which is not a horror movie i'm not trying to sell you guys on it but it's a child awesome movie i love that it's a child movie for me you've seen that yes i've seen cloak and dagger Oh, I didn't know you'd seen it. It's good. It's got the little boy from E.T. right after he did E.T. Sure did. The Henry Thomas. Universal tried to immediately cash in on that. Henry Thomas, yeah. Yeah, he's also in one of my favorite movies ever made. He's in a movie called, uh, uh, which we actually need to do this one for Phantasm. Uh, you need a uh, Starfighter? Uh, Fire in the Sky. Fire in the Sky. Oh, yeah. It's a scary movie. It's not a horror movie, but it might as well fucking be. It's oh, about yeah. alien abduction. Yeah, that one's a crazy one. Yeah, it is a crazy movie. I love that movie. What am I thinking of in that? I'm uh, dumb. Uh, anyway, yeah, the, I, I think these movies are fun. It's... It's wacky, and it, it's... I mean, this one, honestly, was pretty pretty well-paced. There wasn't a lot of, like, goofiness in it, really. I mean, of course, the teens were just kind of dumb, but, I mean, the kills were pretty straightforward, and uh, it was it was a darker film compared to uh, the later, you know, more cheesy films like The Burning or whatever. Like, this was more like sure. Friday the 13th, where the characters aren't as, like, goofy. They're, they're a little more straightforward. <clears throat> I mean, for a trauma movie, it's pretty entertaining. Yeah. Is it Toxic Avenger for me? No, but it's it's a different type of movie. Yeah, but I think it's a it's a perfect addition to the horror genre that definitely early on certainly helped uh, keep the gears running. You know, keep them turning. So, oh yeah. So yeah, I, I I approve of it. I think it's, it's a drive-in. Finger bang classic. That's right. That is, you are correct. So yeah, I, I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Sort of enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. It's a, it's a, it's a fun little movie to watch. I mean, it's it's a little treat. I'm surprised I haven't seen it. I haven't made myself watch it. But where better than Phantasm? I mean, it was short and sweet, and, you know, there were no ads, so that was good. Yeah, good stuff. It's fun. You know, we love Tubby. You know, we do a lot of stuff on there. Pretty much all of 2020's episodes and beyond have been on there. Um, and since, you know, the Doctor's pretty much in Florida all the time now. And, uh, yeah. You know, so we have to uh, make do, and, and Tubby has a lot of horror movies. They also have ads every, you know, 15 minutes at the wrong times. But you know it's free and it's cool. But it was nice to have a break from that and, and find something on uh, on Peacock here, and it was a good. One. I, I very sort of enjoyed it. So good stuff. I mean, it's <laughs> excuse me. But uh, movies guess, like that they, they they drag a little bit, but. I mean, I think that movie has a decent pace to it. It's not great, but it's not. No, it does. The, the kills were very entertaining, and I didn't really expect that much out of it. But it, it's—I'll say this: it's—it's it's a hell of a lot gorier than Friday Thirteenth. 
You know, that I thought it was going to be a very like off off screen kill movie, and every kill was very. Uh, I mean, it wasn't crazy, but the kills were shown on screen. They were. It was pretty bloody. Anyway, did not expect. That. I mean, my you know, for me, and that's because eighty kind of pushed and, it. And this is not you know, this has nothing to do with any kind of video release or anything like that. But I mean, the bar. <clears throat> to me, you know, I, I'm not going to put that movie in there, but I, but I thought it was, I thought it was okay. I mean, I'm not going to buy that. Movie, so. Well, but, no, it was just, you know, it's a fun one. I thought it was fun to watch. It was fun if people are bored and want to want to stream a slasher. It's all right. I'm not telling people to go out and buy it. Yeah, it's a it's a fun watch when you come across it on a Peacock and you're like, what's graduation day? You know, put it on and. That's it, you know. This isn't like a must-own movie by any means, but it, it was surprisingly a, a decent little watch today, so I appreciated it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's one of many we'll do this year, hopefully. Yes, we will. Now, uh, speaking of releases, do you have any more from last year that you wanted to uh, mention on here? Yeah, um, just real quick. Uh, <clears throat> also, go check out Godless Heathens. It's a podcast I've been doing on and off for a while. Go check that out. Corey was kind enough to help me reboot it in 2022, so go check that out. Yes, sir. You won't find <clears throat> it on uh, our Instagram or any of the other shit, but you will find it on our Facebook page. Whenever the links go up, they're hot. Click on them. Go listen to them. It's, it's not a podcast. It's interviews, but the doctor works his penis off to get them. And they're very good, and they're a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, check it out. Give some likes Sushi and point. love on the YouTube page. You can't comment on it because that ain't happening. But you can give it a like and you can share it. So yeah, we appreciate that. Thank you um, very much, so, Godless Heathens. Yeah, thank you. Um, Friday thirteenth, um, 4K obviously was great. The children shouldn't play with dead things, which is an indie release, but it's a pretty nice 4K release. Awesome. Uh, the the Running Man limited steel book from Paramount is really nice. Uh, the Fun House, which I only got to double dip on it because it was dirt cheap during Halloween. That's yeah, uh, and I got paid like seventeen bucks for it. It's Toby Hooper thing. Yeah. Uh, Return of the Living Dead in 4K. I need um, to get that myself. Polter, Poltergeist from Warner Brothers in, in 4K. And then um, <clears throat> a couple of Carpenter things that came out in 2022. The Fog and Escape from New York were put out in 4K. And then uh, one other thing I wanted to mention that I wanted to mention, this was a, a March release of 2022. Uh, one of my favorite movies, Scream Factory, put out The Sword and Sorcerer on 4K. Nice. And if you're curious about watching that, that is, that is a release um, that you can watch the actual Scream Factory release of it, and you can watch that right now on uh, Tubi. On Tubby. Um, but yes, yeah, so those are those are probably my highlights of stuff. That uh, the cloak and dagger thing I thought was cool as hell that they put that out. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, in 4K, and then I picked up the 25th anniversary from Sony of uh, I know what you did last summer in 4K. I like that movie. That's um, pretty awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's a lot of good stuff. Last year, Lost Boys came out 4K. You and I will pick that up. A oh, bunch yeah. of good stuff that that came out. Um, but yeah, those those uh, Criterion Collection put out Shaft, which I thought was awesome. That is cool because um, that has never been available in 4K, and they had never put Shaft out 
in the Criterion Collection. So I thought that was really cool too. But there's a bunch of cool shit coming out <clears throat> this year that I'm looking forward to. Like I said, the From Beyond thing. And then another one that I ordered from a company called Second Sight. Uh, I ordered uh, Martin in 4K. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, the Blu-ray won't play because it's a, it's a PAL thing, but the, the 4K disc will play. So Tom, v- Tom Savini won't play it either because he'll, he'll, he'll destroy the Blu-ray. <clears throat> tell me that he can't do our podcast and he's busy and not right now and everything else. It's like, you know, it's yep. the age-old question. All right, Tom. Well, if not now, we... <laughs> he'll tell me to fuck off, but, you know. Um, I only have a few. Like, I don't buy movies as much, but I bought, you know, some that I really like. But if, you know, obviously the Lost Boys thing, uh, the Fright Night 4K is great. I got uh, that too. I should have yeah. mentioned that. I apologize. No, no, it's fine. Uh, we, we, we get the same stuff sometimes. So, Fright Night, um, which you got before I did, I, I got it later on. Um, and then I got the. Brand, I think. Yeah. And then I got the Child's Play 1, 2, and 3 from Screen Factory, the 4Ks of those. Um, came with the poster and the figure, which was delayed, so it came at a time where I kind of forgot about it. and like it, it told me the date it was expected to ship, which was like a couple months from when I actually did get it. So I got a random package in the mail. It was very small, and I was like, what the fuck is this? I didn't order anything. And I opened it, I was like, oh, it's my little my little Chucky figure. It's the uh, part two charred Cuco Rancho Chucky figure in the little good guy box. Very cool. Yeah, if you've never seen it, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. It's very dope. Uh, one of my favorite movies ever is part two. So that that's probably like really the highlight that I got this year. Um, and I got the... The big pimp and Ghostbusters 4K set. You know, I had the part one and two already, but this one comes in a cooler light-up trap packaging and has uh, some bonus stuff on there, and also has uh, Afterlife, which is cool. Um, but yeah, that that one that one's just cool. Just to obviously, I'm gonna buy it if it's a Ghostbusters thing. But the main thing, I guess, is the Child's Play that I'm really gonna mention. You know, I did get. Uh, the, the Raiders of the Lost Ark Steelbook 4K is awesome. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Good stuff in 2022. Cool stuff that came out, uh, you know, yeah. non-horror-wise, Corey and I went and saw we went and saw Thor Love and Thunder, which I loved. A lot of people out there probably didn't like it. Not going to get into a thing about that. I love comic books. One of my favorite and movies we saw, I saw. It's a really good movie. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed the Doctor Strange movie as well. And I had both of those on 4K. We went, when I saw you, I guess, was it the last trip or was it the, it was the last Pensy trip, I think. Yeah. Uh, I got the, uh, I found the Multiverse of Madness uh, 4K Walmart exclusive, which is the version I really wanted. And I've never really tried to track it down, but I never saw it anywhere and they had it there, so I bought it. And then yeah. we got the. Uh, and then theatrically wise, Corey slipped off and saw Lost Boys. Yep. And I slipped off and saw uh, Poltergeist. I did. So, I wanted to see Lost Boys Poltergeist. Just kind of happened because a buddy of mine took me to see that for helping him work. I'm a, I love anything Toby Hooper just because oh, Texas, Texas is my jam. And, yep. But that movie, that movie's got a lot of young Dr. West Volcut stuff in it. There's a it ton does. of there's that movie, a, watching that, is like a really neat time stamp of... Uh, a lot of West Bowl cut. 
yeah, there's a lot of a lot of a lot of young Dr. West in that. There's a it's it's a good movie. I really like that film. I always have. Oh yeah. Then I but got. Yeah, I like it more. It's that movie to me. Honestly, has gotten better with age. Yeah, and I haven't watched it since the first time I ever watched it, so I need to. The 4K disc of that was really nice. I'll probably pick it up and go ahead and watch it that way. Um, I got the Halloween one and two 4Ks. I feel like I got the that first Halloween in 2021, but I don't remember when they came out. But I got I definitely got Halloween two this year. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember when they actually came out. If they came out last year or what? Or I mean, you know, 2021. <clears throat> That's what I thought. Because I think I got the first one in 21, and I got I just got the other one in 22. But whatever. Uh, Scream one and two, Steelbooks 4K. I got those. Haven't opened the second one. The first one looks great. Uh, there's some Blu-rays I picked up that weren't from this year, but I bought were The Shining on 4K and Full Metal Jacket. So those are cool. Uh, pretty much it for that. Uh, what am I looking forward to? Uh, the Dentist 1 and 2. That's not 4K, but it's a Vestron. I'm looking forward to that. Um, oh, the Dentist 2-pack? Yes. And then uh, Men at Work. Looking forward to that. As far as 4K, I really haven't looked at a lot of stuff. I mean, I have it on my Amazon list, but really haven't. I'd have to break it out. We'll get into that in another episode as we move forward with the year. We can kind of go through some future releases. There'll, there'll be more stuff. <clears throat> yeah. A little, little teaser to end you all on. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Make sure to follow, like, subscribe, wherever we are lurking. And uh, check out Godless Heathens as well. Definitely give us your comments, feedback, middle fingers, piss, blood, whatever you got. We'll take it. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for following us into this new year, and we hope you stick around. And most importantly, stay fucking gory. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm.